You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Good morning and welcome to the Classic Car Show, Cars with Kim on America's Web Radio. We have a great guest this morning, Mike Barland from Carlisle Events. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, I live in Maryland and it's not spring until it's time for Spring Carlisle. Um, that, uh, that is the beginning of spring. It's the first big car show that I ever went to in my life. I've been going 30 years and I'm just absolutely ecstatic that Spring Carlisle is two weeks away. So uh, just talking to Mike a few minutes before uh, the show, uh, there's a lot of history about Carlisle that I didn't even know, and I thought I knew quite a bit about it. So, uh, Mike, can you give us a little bit of background on the show? Well, I mean, first of all, Kim, you, you say it's not spring until spring Carlisle, and the way the weather has been for us in the Northeast, it may not be spring during spring Carlisle. I mean, it snows one day and it's 70 degrees the next. The, the joys of April, right? Absolutely, yeah. It's uh, it's always a gamble. Well, for for our company, uh, Carlisle Events, we, we're a family-owned and operated business. We've been around since 1974, and what started as one event in 74 ballooned to as many as 17 in 2012. We're back down to a more manageable 11 events for our full-time staff of 30 people. And I entertain a half a million guests from around the world between January and November at our events. And the events aren't just in Carlisle. We have a show in Allentown, Pennsylvania, and we do two events in Lakeland, Florida, one in February and one in November, which, oh, by the way, again, if you're from the Northeast, that's kind of a time to want to go to Florida. Absolutely, yes. I went to one of those and had a great time. I'm glad you liked it. So, And I was... Uh, I was in California uh, recently and had the opportunity to go to Pomona, which is uh, and it's something I've always wanted to see. And as I walked through Pomona, I happened to have on a uh, Baltimore Orioles uh, hat. And people realized I was from Maryland, which is near Carlisle. And I bet I had five people ask me, how does Carlisle compare to Pomona? Well, my thought was... Um, the flea, flea market or for sale vendor part of Carlisle is much, much bigger. Um, the cars for sale at Pomona might have been a little bit bigger, I think, just because there's so many rust-free cars in Southern California. Um, but otherwise, the two events were quite similar. Uh, the Pomona show was held in the giant parking lot, and I found myself missing the uh, casual, intimate fairground setting of Carlisle. And then last year, we had friends come up from the South and attended the Hershey Show for the first time. And they couldn't stay for Carlisle, but they were very curious and asked another common question is, uh, how does Hershey compare to Carlisle? So if you can kind of uh, compare and contrast those three events for us, that would be great. Well, I'll do the best I can. And, I mean, I've heard a lot about the Pomona Show, and I, I know that our ownership, uh, Bill and Lance Miller, they've been to the to Pomona. Chip Miller, our, our late owner and, and co-founder, he's been there. Um, I haven't, but here's what I can say about this. Uh, the car culture in the West Coast is just so much different than it is on the East Coast. I mean, you mentioned the rust-free cars, and that's another joy of Florida business, is you just don't have those rust issues that you find in the Northeast. And not that the cars that live in the Northeast are bad vehicles, but you just have those inherent hazards with, with road salt and with wintry bad weather conditions. So 
Um, I, I think what, you know, anybody that goes to Pomona for what the event is all about, um, it's going to be a similar experience yet uniquely different because of that aforementioned car culture. Um, coming to Carlisle, you, you can pick your flavor. We're like Baskin Robbins. We don't have 31 flavors. We have 10 or 11 different events, I should say. Plus, we do four collector car auctions. So we have a little something for everyone. And whether you're coming to spring or fall Carlisle, which are essentially the same style of show, or you're coming to our import and performance show, or the Ford show, or the GM show, or the Chrysler show, or the truck show, or Corvette to Carlisle, or you go to our Allentown swap meet in January. There's just there's something different amongst all the shows. And you mentioned Hershey. They are a very close show to us. The Hershey meet actually happens one week after our fall show each and every year. And it's a massive show. I'm, I'm not going to deny what Hershey has going for them um, with the Antique Automobile Club Association, the, the show, the swap meet. They have a partnership with uh, Auctions America for their auctions. Uh, the people at Hershey put on a, a class show. There's no doubt about it. Um, and, and their show has been around longer than ours. And, and it's funny you mentioned Hershey because the reality is Carlisle was born out of Hershey. And here's why. Bill Miller and Chip Miller, in 1973, by the way, no relation, just two car-crazy guys that happened to have the last name. So Bill and Chip, in 1973, took a 50s-era Corvette to Hershey. Now, in the 70s, Bill and Chip were 20-somethings. And to any 20-year-old person, a 20-year-old car, give or take a year, that's an old car. When you think about cars now, I mean, in 2016, and you think back 20 years, that's 1996. I mean, I, I, I'm planning my 20-year high school reunion in 1996. I feel old. It is old. It's been a while. Um, so Bill and Chip took this Corvette to Hershey, and Chip had a full sale sign on it. And every time he and Bill would come back to the car, the signs would be gone. We thought, oh, there's people that have interest in this vehicle, and they're taking our flyers, etc. cetera. But the reality is the people at Hershey were asking Bill and Chip to get the hell out. Uh, <laughs> they were selling a car It was not a pre-war vehicle. And as I said, to these guys, a vehicle from the 50s to a bunch of dudes in their 20s, that was an old car. And it put Bill in a position to say the chip at one point, it's a shame there's not a place for guys like us that you know, share passions like we do. And I believe they each put up $500 to rent the Carlisle Fairgrounds for the fall of 1974, strategically positioned their events one week before Hershey to capitalize on the vendor base and to try and get the scoop, if you will. And that was where the first show came from. Post-War 74, what is now known as Fall Carlisle, was born out of Bill and Chip basically getting ejected from the Hershey meet in 1973. So fast forward all these years later, and we're good friends with the folks at the uh, the AACA. Uh, We have vending spaces now at the Hershey show. Uh, by advertising in their publications. So I think, I think we're all friends now, but you know, that's kind of a unique backstory to that. The, the fall show in Hershey has remained it's, it's a big show, strong vendor base, as has our fall show. So I think that all these years later, you know, it, it all worked out for the best for And that's one of the things I tell people when uh, they ask me, what's the difference between Hershey and Carlisle? I love to walk the flea market at Hershey, but I rarely buy anything because uh, I have cars from the late 50s, the 60s, and the 70s. And the parts that I see at the Hershey flea market uh, seem to be for older cars. You know, I don't hold high hopes of uh, 
anything for my uh, my 1969 Plymouth Barracuda, and certainly nothing for any of my foreign cars. So uh, it still holds true today that Carlisle definitely filled a void for the later car people and the muscle car people. Oh, yeah, absolutely. One of our slogans is muscle cars live at Carlisle, and, and you see that uh, with regards to the Ford show, the GM show, the Chrysler show that take place each summer, not to mention uh, Corvettes at Carlisle, which is a whole different kind of muscle. Sure, sure. And uh, I tried to write down um, a couple of the questions that people that, again, know that I live sort of close to Carlisle, uh, people have asked me about it. Um, a friend from Florida said that, uh, you know, she came up and unfortunately it rained that day. She noticed that there were some cars on display in some of the buildings, some special displays. So her question was, you know, how, how would I have gotten my car into one of these special displays? So how does that all work? Well, it depends on the show, but the process generally remains the same. And note that sometime after the conclusion of a particular year's show, so since we're in 2016, I'll just say sometime after the conclusion of our 2016 events, We'll start to roll out the theme for 2017, and I don't know what the Ford show has in mind for 2017. I've got enough of my plate that I can't look past two weeks from now, let alone next year. But when we do roll out what those themes are, where in this case it's the celebration of the Blanco, the Starsky Rush Torino, the Pinto, things like that, when we roll out those themes, then we open up for uh, what we call invitational display consideration. And we post an activity listing on our website on the show-specific webpage, and someone that might fit the bill can apply. They send a picture of their car, tell a little bit about their vehicle, what makes it special. Because, um, of course, to every classic car owner, their car is special. But the reality is if you're looking for something uh, uniquely special, we have to take the cream of the crop, and we have to we have to be pretty picky about it. So, you know, we take those cars, we we, we, we vet the uh, application, and, and if, if you're chosen, then you get to be in the building. So it's, I won't quite say it's, it's a random luck of the draw, but depending on what we are looking for, if you've got that special thing, then you might find yourself in the building. And the good thing about anything at Carlisle is even if you don't get a spot in the building, there's plenty of room on the show field. I don't think you ever have to turn away cars from the show field, do you? Um, No, but last year or two years ago at both the Ford and the Chrysler show, we got close. Um, there are 8,100 spaces on the facility. And at spring and fall, Carlisle, all 8,100 of those spaces are filled with vendors selling automotive pieces and parts. But during car show season, we break it down a little bit more. You know, you'll have vendors within the swap meet. You'll have people selling cars in the car corral. And then you'll have people showing cars. Well, the Chrysler show is rapidly approaching the 3,000 car mark on the show field. Ford has been over 3,000 for three years now, the Corvette show is pushing 3,000 cars, and then we market 5,000 Corvettes to show because while there's about 2,900 cars that are literally being shown, we only allow Corvettes to park on ground. So we aren't lying when you say you can see 5,000 Corvettes at Corvettes at Carlisle. So we ran into a position a couple of years ago where we were simply running out of space. We had to have employees move their cars off ground just to create more space. We had to have certain vendors who we always let their vehicles, you know, here, there, or everywhere. We had to move cars to make space. We were making up space to accommodate the demand for, uh, you know, show field at some of our shows. And that's a great problem to have uh, at the same time if you're one of those car owners trying to get involved. 
you know, you want to be there, and, and we want to make it work for you. That uh, that's good to know because uh, I haven't registered for Chrysler Carlisle yet. So yeah, I had no should, idea too. that yeah that there would be a chance of being turned away. So uh, as soon as we finish the show, I think I might need to go online and, uh, and do that. <laughs> well, and the good thing <laughs> about registering early is we actually have something called the Gate and Go, which is a pre-registration process that not only provides a ten percent savings on the standard showfield cost but you also get your materials mailed to you about a month in advance of the show so that when you show up, you're not sitting in traffic or you're not standing in line at showfield registration. You do the gate-and-go thing, you get the 10% discount, you get your sticker mailed in advance, and when you get there, you can just drive in and park right to your space, and, and you get wow. to the show. You don't, have to, you don't have to waste your time waiting around. That's a, that's a, a big plus because there's, as far as I know, there's only one place to pick up your tickets or to register for the show, but there are several gates you can come in. So if you already have your ticket, you can go to one yep. of the lesser crowded gates and uh, walk into the show. So that, uh, that's good to know. But, uh, we've You're absolutely about, right about uh, that. <laughs> we've got about uh, 15 seconds before we need to go to a break. Um, this is uh, We've talked about Spring Carlisle, which is uh, coming up in two weeks, but stay tuned to the show because... There's Corvette at Carlisle, there's Import, there's Chrysler, there's GM Carlisle. There's, uh, there's a lot more to come, so stay tuned, and we will be right back. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key and the trained staff at EHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. I'm Marita News, and I would like to invite you to listen live or download my show, America's Voice for Energy, only on America's Web Radio. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about anti-car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. We're back on America's Web Radio, the classic car show with Kim and our special guest, Mike Garland from Carlisle Events. We've talked a little bit about uh, how close we are to uh, Spring Carlisle. Mike, uh, when exactly is, uh, what are the dates for Spring Carlisle? Oh, man, Spring Carlisle actually gets underway in uh, just a couple of days. Wednesday, the show gets underway. It runs the 20th to the 24th, and Spring Carlisle for us is the biggest show that we put on, we get 100,000 people that come through the gate. They come from all over the world. Uh, they're looking to find those, those hard-to-find pieces and parts on the swap meet, maybe a, a classic for a steal of a deal within the car corral. 
We do a two-day collector car auction with Carlisle Auctions where we offer a free unless sold guarantee, and that means if we can't sell your consigned vehicle in the auction, we give you your fees back. Um, so we're, we're booming from 7 a.m. on Wednesday morning the 20th until about noon on uh, Sunday the 24th. Uh, it, people get together at Spring Carlisle, whether they're doing business on the grounds or whether they're just looking to catch up with old friends. It's an automotive Disney world for a lot of people, and, and Carlisle becomes the happiest place on earth for just a couple of days uh, coming up. And it's a great uh, it's a great family event. It's not too far from Amish country. The town of Carlisle itself is charming. Dickinson College is there. Um, one of the a common questions I've had people ask me is, do you allow pets uh, in the, into Carlisle? We do. However, we suggest that people don't bring them. I, I know that we live in a society now where pets are just as much a part of the family as, uh, you know, two-legged humans. Uh, but the thing you have to realize is, that, you know, dogs can't lick antifreeze. That's bad for business. Um, animals leave behind their own business, which nobody wants to step in. Um, not every pet owner, whether you want to believe you're good about it or not, is responsible, uh, and, and it'll always pick up. So we're never going to tell someone they have to you know, leave their animal in a vehicle. We want you to leave a pet at home unattended uh, if, if it really comes down to it. So we're not going to turn somebody away if they show up with an animal, but we also don't encourage it. Not the best idea, but uh, one of the things I'm most proud of when I talk about Carlisle is the way um, Chip Miller and uh, it's continued on with Lance and your group have always supported the community. Um, I've been going to Carlisle for 30 years, and for at least 20 or 25, I've been eating exclusively at the food stand uh, put on by the Carlisle High School Marching Band. Um, their food's great, and I think they pretty much pay for their entire season of activities operating this stand. And I think you've got uh, I think you've got some others in there, don't you, taking care of the community? Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned the band boosters, and, and you're right. The money that they earn is, is basically their their monies for the year. It helps you know, travel, getting into like away football games. And things like that. We have uh, an honest group in Spolsu's. They sell chicken corn soup and ham sandwiches. And uh, we have a local high school whose boys basketball team hauls putts. You know, the young men start to work a little harder this time of year. And that helps maybe cover the uniform costs and things like that. Um, there's a local brewery called Market Cross Pub that will be our exclusive beer vendor this year. So we do have some chains that come in and do business with us. Uh, but even those people, the ones that are running the chain stores, the uh, Brewster's ice cream and things like that, they have brick-and-mortar stores within the community. So we have local business owners that do business with us because they recognize how valuable being associated with Carlisle is. And we can't forget Shoe Fly Pie. Um, it's a oh, wow. uh, kind of an yeah. Amish, Amish tradition, the, uh, the booth run by the Amish, and if you're down for down for Carlisle. It's one of those things that you've heard about and you absolutely have to try it. Um, I'd like to talk a little bit about um, your combining uh, Import Carlisle, which is one of my favorite shows because I have a lot of British cars, uh, with performance cars this year. Um, and David, who runs America's Web Radio, is a big, big advocate of bringing younger people into the collector car hobby. Um, it's important to maintain the value of our cars. It's important to maintain a longstanding tradition like Carlisle. And I've been going to the import show for 30 years, and the 
vendors, the people walking around, everybody in that crowd is starting to get a little bit of gray hair. I think it's really exciting that these young younger people with the performance cars are going to be joining us. And personally, I welcome kids with Honda Civics and uh, S2000s, uh, things like that, which in their eyes are old cars because they were the cars that they were around when they were little kids, and they're every bit as collectible as my 1968 Triumph PR250. So I have to commend you for doing that. And that show is May 20th through 22nd coming up. Coming up. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, what else we'll see at Important Performance Car Lab? Oh, man, we're going to have... Uh... We have drifting, we have autocross, we have um, an international show field, literally and figuratively. You have people that come from Canada. It's a strong show for our Canadian car lovers. Um, our show field is positioned uh, with cars parked by country of origin. So it's, it's literally a, you know, Epcot Center. I mentioned Disney World in the last segment. Well, Epcot Center is, is kind of the same, same deal. You have that international flavor, and you come to the import and performance show, you can go to Japan. You can go to the UK. You can go to Germany. You can go to France. Um, you can go to, to Switzerland. You you know uh, you can see all of these different country cars parked by their country of origin. We uh, we have an 82 acre facility. Everybody knows the movie Around the World in 80 Days. Well, this is Around the World in 82 acres. <laughs> and I noticed last year, uh, I think it was the Citroen Club uh, was selling French food. I mean it. Uh, I could smell crepes as I walked uh, walked through the cars. So it's just uh, it's an incredible event, and uh, we looking forward to it in May. And then it's followed right away by uh, Ford Carlisle, which is exciting because it's June uh, three through five, I believe. And the Ford Bronco, just an iconic vehicle, is celebrating its fiftieth anniversary this year. And I'm sure you'll uh, you'll host a lot of Broncos. We're expecting a really cool array of Broncos, but it's not just Broncos. It's 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 Roush performance. It's uh, Ford performance. It's the the Torino, the Starskin Hutch Torino, the the Pinto. Um, there's so many things. Like I've I've almost forgotten more things than than I can remember about the show because there's just that many things going on. And with the Starskin Hutch display, I can't officially officially say what's all going on, but I can wink wink nudge nudge say that you're probably going to see some cast members from Starsky and Hutch. Uh, at the event, and when I say some cast members, I mean the cast members of Starsky and Hutch. So um, that's all I'll say about that. I can't mention anything by name, and I can't go into detail because we still have contracts out. But the fact that the contracts are out should lead you to believe that you might see something pretty cool at the show. Wow, that uh, that will be that will be an exciting time. And, uh, the Ford itself, the manufacturer, I believe, is a big big supporter of that show. And for people that don't collect cars but are looking for a new Ford and a little bit curious about the Ford Mustang. Um, it's an incredible place to go look at some cars and not have the pressure of actually walking into a dealership. Um, it's just uh, it's a great show. And then uh, right behind Ford Nationals are the GM Nationals on June 17th through 19th. And a car that really has my attention, I can't wait to see it, um, 1968 Old Fornado, um, which I love old 442s. I think they're much more unique than a Chevelle. 
and uh, the Fornado is kind of a combination of the 442 and the old Tornado. I believe it's got the uh, W34 455 engine option in it, and is uh, had something to do with Hearst. Is that right? Absolutely. It was it was something that was basically done as a test vehicle. Um, you know, let's let's mash these things up and see what comes of it. Um, it ended up not being commissioned for production, but it's one of one. It's the only one of its kind in the world, and it's coming to us from Arizona. And we're very excited to have uh, the car owner bring this vehicle to us. Last year at the GM show, we hosted the first ever Camaro built. Now we're showcasing this rare Florinato car. Um, the GM show may not be the biggest show on our season schedule, but it sure packs a punch because we get a lot of cool, unique displays. Uh, we're doing a, a Father's Day theme on Sunday, a Dads and Donuts, where there will be monster truck rides and donuts and coffee for the kids. Well, maybe not so much coffee for the kids, but, you know, kids and dads, they've got the snacks, they've got the drinks. Uh, we'll have a little photo booth set up so the families can get pictures taken together. Um, so we, we just want to become another entertainment option on Sunday. The monster truck's really going to be there all weekend, too. Um, but all of these shows, Ford, GM, Chrysler, Corvette, as we get to it, uh, autocross is a big deal. People love to take their vehicles out on our track and go fast and just see what they can do, whether it's with their uh, original equipment on it or if they get the aftermarket accessories. They, they want to push their ride to the limit and have a good time. And I think it's also it's the 50th anniversary of the Tornado, and uh, I've got a friend that's got a car in a special uh, Hearst Olds display that you're going to have in one of the buildings. And those cars were beautiful. They were, for the most part, uh, white and gold, and they're cars that you just uh, you just don't see every day. You don't. And that's so, the thing, you know, yeah, we, we mentioned Hershey earlier, and they have a beautiful museum in Hershey, the AACA Museum, and, and you're seeing pieces of art on display in Hershey. And I'm not going to, you know, bend over backwards to plug Hershey, but they have now what we are seeing in person at Carlisle, and that is automotive history, true collector gems. The cars that you're seeing at Carlisle now, 5, 10, 15 years from now, they're going to be on display at a museum like the AACA because they are, are rare gems. They're, they're just something you're not going to see on the street. And if you want to see these, these classics, you've got to come to a place like Carlisle to see them in person. And they're cars that people actually own. You know, your neighbor had one, you went out on your first date in one. Um, there are cars that have been have been seen on the street. It's nice to go to some of these car museums, but you look at the car and you don't recognize the manufacturer. Um, it's just a little bit harder to make a, a connection with it. Everything you see at Carlisle, for the most part, brings back some sort of a memory. And part of the fun for me, especially when I have a car in the show, is just listening to the stories that uh, that people tell. You know, their their girlfriend, the guy down the street had one. They learned to drive in one. Um, that's what Carlisle's all about. And it just brings out a, a certain sense of uh, camaraderie, and it's just wonderful to listen to, listen to the stories. Well, and, uh, and the way I look at it is this. I, I've been pitching hard to some of the national network programs to, to showcase what Carlisle Events is all about. And I sum the collector car hobby up uh, with just a couple of words, and I say that, you know, while the collector car hobby does not appeal to everyone, the automobile most certainly does because you need a car to get to work. You use a car uh, in the day-to-day aspects of your life. Even if you're not a collector car enthusiast, when you see a classic drive down the street, it turns your head. Uh, for, for, you know, guys, it's, it's like seeing a pretty girl walk by. Um, you know, it makes you turn your head 
and take a second look. You see a classic car, you take a picture. You send it to your friend who is a classic car enthusiast. So the classic car affects your life one way or the other, whether you really know it or not. And my first car was a Ford Pinto, which is not a, by any means considered a valuable collector car. But I loved that car. I bought it because Kate Jackson had one on Charlie's Angels, and she was the coolest angel. And every year at Ford Carlisle, uh, an exact replica of Kate Jackson's Charlie's Angels Ford Pinto shows up, and I see that car, and I feel good all day long. <laughs> well, and, and the Pinto, we're, we're, we're hosting happen your- anyplace else. We're hosting a group of Pintos as part of what we call the Pinto, or they call the Pinto Stampede. These cars are coming up uh, from Virginia. They're going to drive the Blue Ridge Parkway, and actually from North Carolina, they're going to drive the Blue Ridge Parkway, and they're going to end up at Carlisle for the weekend. We usually have a Pinto that does a burnout. Uh, So if you're a Pinto enthusiast, a Pinto fan, um, those cars, you you talk about the fame of the Hearst Olds and how beautiful they are. Um, So while they're famous, the Pintos are infamous. Um, there, there's, there's a flammable car joke. It's just about every turn when you talk about the Pinto, but at the end of the day, um, they turn your head just like the gremlin turns your head. You know, they, sometimes you think you almost have a lemon car show. It would be kind of awesome to see all these cool cars in one place. But I drove my Pinto for 80,000 miles and it never blew up. So, uh, we're going to take a, take a quick break here and Mike and I will be back about, uh, talk more about trucks at Carlisle and an unbelievable show. Corvette Carlisle, so we'll be right back. Affordable health insurance was the promise of Obamacare, but for many, the government mandate caused more problems than it solved. This is Dr. Elena George from Medicine on Call, and I want to tell you about a truly affordable alternative allowed under Obamacare, Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare bypasses doctor and hospital panels, giving you the freedom to choose. And with a maximum of $500 out-of-pocket per person and 100% coverage up to $1 million per year per occurrence, you can rest assured knowing you and your family are protected. Coverage starts as low as $107 per month and also includes dental, vision, pharmacy, and holistic care. Liberty HealthShare puts you back in charge of your health. Visit them online at libertyoncall.org. Again, for a true affordable alternative to Obamacare, visit libertyoncall.org or call toll-free 1-800-714-6993 today. This is Dr. Susan Blank, host of Detailing Addiction and Medical Director of the Atlanta Healing Center. Please join me on Tuesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about anti-car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. We're back on the Classic Car Show, Cars with Kim on America's Web Radio, and Mike Garland from Carlisle Events. We're having uh, having a great time talking about Carlisle. I, I can feel the feel the warm air just hearing about it. And uh, our next next show to talk about is trucks at Carlisle. Carlisle Truck Nationals coming up August fifth through seventh, 
and it's a really diverse show. If you love trucks, this is the place to be. Uh, my husband takes, of all things, uh, our motorhome, which is powered by a uh, Freightliner truck, and takes it to trucks at Carlisle and puts it on the show field and has a great time. So, uh, Mike, can you tell us what else we'll see at the Truck Nationals? Oh, the Carlisle Truck Nationals, it's literally our most family-friendly event. I mean, all of our shows are family-friendly to, to a different uh, extent. And there's no show that's bad. I mean, I wouldn't tell you to keep your kids away from any show on our schedule, but I would tell you if you're bringing the kids to any show, bring them to the truck show because it, almost like I mentioned the adults that, you know, you get whiplash taking a look at a classic car, the the way a, a kid's eyes light, uh, you know, light up when they see a monster truck or a cool tricked-out 4 by 4 um, you have that at the truck show. You have big rigs. You have chromed-out um, pickup trucks. You have the motorhomes. There's cool custom family fun, family fun zone with rides and games. Um, we also uh, work with different kinds of truck clubs. We have mini trucks. We have uh, the antique uh, or the, the historic truck society, uh, American ATHS, American Truck Historical Society. And uh, so it's just such a diverse show field, and it's just fun. It's 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 a different kind of party. It's it's going to beer, take drinking beer with your friends, fishing kind of fun, um, versus you know college kegger kind of fun that you know maybe some of our other shows have. And it's just such a laid back, fun atmosphere. That uh, it's uh, we can't we can't wait. And again, it's so important to. Uh, to bring kids into this hobby, get them away from the computer screen and out looking at uh, out looking at trucks. And we touched on uh, Chrysler's, the Chrysler Nationals, which are July fifteenth through seventeenth. Um, um, it's an incredible show. The participation by Chrysler, uh, Chrysler Corporation, is huge. Uh, last year for the Chrysler's, uh, Chrysler Nationals, the Hellcat uh, was a brand new car. I saw my first Hellcat at the Chrysler Nationals, and they had like five of them, one in every color. Uh, it's the 50th anniversary this year of the Charger. It's the 50th anniversary of the Street Hemi, probably the most iconic muscle car motor ever. Uh, you're celebrating C-body Chrysler cars, which I think is awesome. Talk about an underdog car that needs, uh, that needs a party. You're going to have Jeeps, which is huge. I absolutely love Jeeps. And the Historic Vehicle Association out of Gaithersburg, Maryland, an incredible, incredible organization dedicated to uh, preserving old cars and helping us understand what they look like when they came off the factory line. They're going to give the uh, Historic Vehicle Association award at Chrysler's at Carlisle. And that, uh, that's an impressive award, and it's, uh, it's very prestigious. So uh, I'm curious about particularly the Seabody celebration because nobody does that, and I'm glad that, uh, glad that Carlisle is doing that. So tell us a little bit about that and some of the other things we'll see at Chrysler Nationals. Well, I mean, that display, as you said, it's not really done anywhere else, and, and that's what we pride ourselves on is, is presenting the unique, presenting the different. And you can come to any show – uh, be it at Carlisle or any other town that puts on a large-scale car show, and you can see your fair share of American muscle. You can see your Mustangs and your Camaros and your Challengers and Chargers. You're not seeing these C-body cars, at least on purpose, uh, in, in mass, like you're going to see at Carlisle. And that's what makes the show unique. We have the biggest swap meet in the entire Mopar hobby. So we have a lot of people that come. 
and they're scouring, and they're working, they're working on a project at home, and they need those parts to further their 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 deal. Um, you mentioned Chrysler Corporate being involved. I don't know where we would be without the corporate support of Ford and Chrysler, and those two companies do so much for our event. And GM does the same at Corvettes at Carlisle. Um, for for a company for companies of that scale to lend their name and their support to tiny little Carlisle, I think that speaks volumes to the value of our events and and just what it means to the collector car hobby. Um, Chrysler brings those Hellcats, and you mentioned seeing one last year. Well, two years ago in 2014, uh, R- Ralph Gilles was there with a prototype Hellcat and did a burnout in front of the stage, and the video just went crazy through social media channels because it wasn't like some companies that bring a prototype vehicle and you can't touch it. You know, you can look at it, but while it looks like a particular car, it's really just, you know, bubblegum and duct tape holding it together, so to speak. This was Chrysler saying, here's what we're bringing to the table, and here's what it can do. We're not going to just sit back and say, you can look, but don't touch. No, we're going to rev the engine, we're going to smoke the tires, and we're going to have a good time. And I think that's translated in the sales uh, hand over fist for, for Chrysler. Yep, and just the opposite of that, you know, that's the the newest, uh, the best, the most, you know, the thing, the future of Chrysler is uh, is at the Chrysler National. And then you're also doing the judging certification program, which if you don't know anything about it and you've never seen it, um, it is the most intense car judging you'll ever see. Um, I believe they've selected uh, four cars to judge because they literally spend two to three hours on these cars looking at every nut and bolt. And what they're judging is to see that the car was restored so it's exactly as it came from the factory. So if you're restoring a Chrysler, it's an incredible opportunity to see four cars that are literally perfect. And fortunately, Chrysler cars had a fender tag on them that lists all the different options. So it's easier than some other makes to look and see if a car is perfect. And there's four very, very well-known judges doing this certification. I'm sure that they're happy to talk about how they're judging and maybe even answer a few questions for people. And then uh, in the last six minutes or so of this segment, um, talk a little bit about Jeeps. Um, Jeeps are huge. They're coming on strong. I'm an incredible fan of a four-door Wrangler. I'd love to have one. Uh, and is this the first time you're having really a special Jeep event at the Chrysler Nationals? It actually is not, but it's something that's growing, so people are starting to notice. I mean, everybody likes to, as, as Brad Paisley says, get a little mud on the tires, and we have a couple of off-road parks that are in the region, so people are, are very much into getting out and driving the Jeeps and playing with their Jeeps and uh, and getting, you know, getting dirty. And we don't have... You know, we don't have people coming out getting dirty at the show, but at the same time, you have an opportunity to showcase your vehicle and uh, and, and showcase what those cool Jeeps are all about. I mean, heck, even uh, the, the Dodge brand has slapped the Hellcat engine under the hood of a Jeep, and, you know, the, it, it's, it's pretty cool. You know, the Hellcat package, I should say, under the hood of a Jeep, and people love their Jeeps. You have a special Jeep wave. They say it's a Jeep thing. You wouldn't understand you know, that kind of deal, well, you can never really understand it until you see it in person. So, again, just another reason to come out and be part of the show. It's, there's just, uh, there's something for everybody. Then uh, not not far behind that, the end of August, the 25th through the 28th, 
is Corvettes at Carlisle, which I've had Corvettes for 30 years and been to a lot of Corvette events, and there's nothing like Corvettes at Carlisle. Um, my favorite part of it is uh, GM brings pretty much everybody who's anybody that works at the Bowling Green factory uh, comes to Corvettes at Carlisle, and they give seminars, they answer questions. There's, if you're looking at you know, see a new C7 Corvette, you are going to see every color, every interior, every wheel, every single combination um, of new Corvettes, and the guy that designed the frame is going to be there. You can ask him questions. They have a frame cutaway. Uh, it's just, there's, I don't think there's anything like it in the world. I've toured Bowling Green and not gotten as much information as I did at Corvette de Carlisle. So last five minutes of uh, this segment before we go to a commercial break, Mike, just tell us a little bit about uh, Corvette de Carlisle. Well, it, it is it is our flagship car show. It launched in 1982, I believe. Um, Chip Miller was a Corvette lover. I mean, all the way back to that story of Chip and Bill being thrown out of the Hershey show because they were trying to sell a, a, an older Corvette. Um, Corvette recognized us in 2012 with a color on a car. You could buy a Carlisle Blue Corvette for volumes volumes to what the, the you know we mean to the hobby. Um, no one's impressed when they see the guy who makes their sandwich at Subway. Um, but you do get pretty impressed when you can see the guy who designed, as you said, the frame. Or this guy is responsible for the front end. And we all know that when the C7 Corvettes were originally, uh, when the picture started to leak, the rear end was the thing. Everybody said, oh, that looks like a Camaro. Well, um, the Corvette people just kept patiently saying, wait till you see it in person. And when they brought the C7s to Carlisle, in 2014, for the first time, people were slobbering all over those things. They had a cutaway, as you mentioned, and they had the product specialist that could talk to you all about the new Stingray. And when you saw that rear end in person, oh, it was it was an awesome piece of, uh, of engineering, and the rear end guy was there to talk about it. And if you want, uh, you know, Corvette uh, memorabilia, Corvette swag, it feels to me like they pick up the entire store from the Corvette Museum shop and bring it to Corvettes at Carlisle because there's just about nothing made with a Corvette emblem on it that's not for sale at Corvettes at Carlisle. Um, and then some of the educational seminars that just, if you walk over to the just massive tents that General Motors puts up, just about any time during the day, you can sit down and listen to a seminar. You can ask questions. And these are famous people giving these seminars. You know, you, you're asking questions with somebody, and then all of a sudden they're on television. You know, they're, you don't realize how really a, a significant player they are in the whole GM organization. And uh, they're at Corvettes at Carlisle. So it's, uh, it's an, incredible, an incredible event, and the car show is tremendous. Um, I don't know. Is there any place that you see that many Corvettes in one spot during the year, Mike? I don't think so. I know the Bloomington Gold Show is pretty big, but I still think that um, when you combine our show field with the Corvette-only parking on the facility uh, for that 5,000 market, I think you're, you're walking into the biggest Corvette show in the world. And it's a combination. Um, you know, Bloomington tends to be uh, the older Corvettes, 
perfectly restored to National Corvette Society and CRS specs. Um, Corvettes at Carlisle is something for everybody. There's plenty of perfectly restored NCRS cars. Then there's also the brand-new Corvette. And then there's people that have done kind of a resto mod thing. They've personalized them. Uh, there's vendors for, you know, you can have a complete exhaust system literally put on your brand-new Corvette at Carlisle. Stand there, watch them do it. It happens while you wait. So it's a very, very unique mix of, old Corvettes and new Corvettes, and it's something that uh, that you just don't see. So uh, Mike and I are going to grab, uh, grab some coffee, and we'll be back in just a minute. It's not just your garden. It's the way you live. And there's so much to know. But you have help. Bonnie Plants. Now with Bonnie's app, Homegrown, you can learn about veggie and herb varieties. Track and record your garden with photos and notes. Share on Facebook and Twitter, and so much more. How'd you ever grow without it? Get Homegrown with Bonnie Plants for iPhone and Android. The more you know, the better you can grow with Bonnie. Don't be hoodwinked by the left who wants you to believe the fairy tale that we can power America on butterflies, rainbows, and pixie dust. I'm Marita Noon. Get the truth about energy on my show, America's Voice for Energy, only on America's Web Radio. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about anti-car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have... The top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. This is Ken, and Mike and I are back on uh, the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. And we're uh, just about wrapping up uh, the events for the year at Carlisle. Fall Carlisle, like spring, uh, encompasses all makes of cars. It's an unbelievably big event. Uh, it's September 28th through October 2nd. Uh, to me, the ultimate fall experience would be to uh, come for Fall Carlisle, enjoy the four days that that goes on, uh, stay in the area, experience Amish country, some of the other beautiful things in uh mid-Atlantic, and then uh, the next weekend is the Hershey show. So to me, that is the, the ultimate fall vacation. And then really kind of new to Carlisle are the events in Lakeland, Florida, which get people like uh, me out of the cold in the winter, and they're just spectacular. So, uh, Mike, tell us a little bit about Fall Carlisle, what's going on in Lakeland, and then your Allentown event that happens in January. Yeah, I mean, the uh, the swap meets are the backbone of our events. Uh, every event we do on our schedule has a swap meet aspect. Some are bigger than others. Um, Spring Carlisle is the biggest, then Fall Carlisle. And Fall, as you said, it's a great way to wrap up the Pennsylvania schedule. It was the show that started it all for us in 1974, and it is much like the Spring show, only it might still be just as cold. Who knows? But it's it's the show that you're getting those pieces and parts to start your project. And you work at home, and you, you know you're going to have to hunker down. The weather's going to get bad. It's going to snow. It's going to be cold. 
you know, you can't be outside doing car stuff. So you get the project pieces you need at Paul Carlisle, and then you work on your project at home. And then, then what we see is the Allentown show in January. It's a small show, a couple of hundred vendors, but the Allentown Fairgrounds, the, the Ag Hall building at the Allentown Fairgrounds, it sells out every year. People are packed shoulder to shoulder because now that project that they started in September and October, well, they need to reboot a little bit. So you come back out, you hit the swap meet, um, you, you, as we say, beat the winter blues, you go inside to a heated swap meet, you find what you need and you have some fun. And then if that's not good enough, you get in your car and you hop down I-95 uh, or I-75 or you get on a plane and you come to Lakeland, Florida, where you're beating the winter blues in a whole different manner because Florida that time of year is absolutely gorgeous. You, you come to a facility that is impeccable. The, the facility that we do our show at in Florida, the, uh, the Sun and Fun Complex, I mean, look, I'm partial to the Carlisle Fairgrounds, but Sun and Fun just blows the doors off our facility. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's amazing. It's spacious. You have the, you know, the mossy oak trees. There's an active airport there, so you have private planes and jets coming and going. Um, not only do we have a, a big swap meet, we do a car show element, so we try to blend um, the, you know, the classic car side of things that we're, we're accustomed to at Carlisle in with the big swap meet footprint because we have the space to do it. There's an air and coach concourse where high-end motor coaches are for sale. Carlisle Auctions once again puts on an auction. And all of our auctions are 400-plus cars, and they're priced to sell. I mean, we, we will connect buyer with seller, whether it's your first classic or your next classic, and, and, you know, we did $3.2 million at our February event. In November, we had Burt Reynolds as part of our show in Lakeland. Um, so we, we, we've put on a good showing, I think, so far on our first two visits to Florida, and we can't wait to get back in November for, you know, various reasons. It's going to be warm, and it's nice. <laughs> now, Burt Reynolds, was there a Trans Am involved in that auction? There were a few Trans Ams involved, but fortunately the one that was involved um, with Mr. Reynolds did not sell. There was a reserve price in place, and the car fell just short of that, but it was great to have Mr. Reynolds on the on the podium with us. Uh, it was great to have Mr. Reynolds trying to help sell the car, and uh, you know he just brought a certain buzz to that event, and it really put Carlisle on the map as a company in Central Florida and, and showed to people, hey, we're, we're here. We're, we're in it to win it. Was the Trans Am part of his personal collection or one of the ones used in the Smoky? It, it actually was not. This car, it's funny you say that, though, because, and I'll tell the story backwards, this car in Lakeland was just a Trans Am. He autographed it. Proceeds were to benefit um, his uh, theater and film um, school that's in South Florida. Um, it had been restored. It was actually a Bandit II Trans Am. Um, so it, it, it didn't have the same pull as, you know, say a regular Smokey and the Bandit car would. However, um, in spring of 2015, leading up to that show, we did sell at Spring Carlisle 2015 a car that was owned by Burt Reynolds. The car was titled in his name, and the car sold for $181,000 and happened to sell to a local in central Pennsylvania. So that, that car is, is close by to us in Carlisle, and it, it, you know, if you've got a Facebook page, everybody sees the top trending stories on the right. Burt Reynolds' car was the number one trending story for a couple of hours on a particular Friday afternoon in 2015. And when I saw that, I put my hands up and said, I win, I can't do any better, I'm going home now. And, uh, you know, so, so I did my part, we sold the car, we got great press and great exposure off of it, and it was, it was a real good time. So we'll, be, we'll hope to see that car at uh, GM Carlisle this year. That would be, that'd be fun to see. 
And maybe, maybe. The, the, guy, the guy that bought it is one that, you know, he likes to have these star cars, but he's not one to roll them out and show them off. I think if we needed it for something special, we could call him, but uh, he doesn't necessarily go out of his way to bring the cars. Oh, well, there'll be, there's plenty of Trans Ams at uh, GM Carlisle, so there'll be, uh, there'll be something for everybody. And when we talk about swap meets, um, it's amazing how many people don't realize that you can buy uh, used NOS kind of car parts there, but the major manufacturers of high-quality but newly made parts are at all these Carlisle. Um, events, you know, if you're restoring a Mustang and you need, you know, new parts, uh, they've got tractor trailers of stuff. It's not like you just, you know, you show up and okay, there's a few on display, but you order it from the catalog and they'll ship it to you. I mean, you can walk away with a lot of this stuff. I've walked away with complete interiors. Uh, some of the classic car vendors come. Um, I think, what's your fairgrounds, like 14 miles if you walk the whole uh, four, event? 14, basically. 16 miles of paved roads if you walk back and forth and up and down. and uh, it's, it's a big place. I bought one year uh, uh, vintage 15-inch white wall tires um, from one of the you know new tire manufacturers that brings just, just a tire for everybody and then realized, I just bought four tires, and I was parked completely on the other side of the fairgrounds. <laughs> so I started walking with my tires, and fortunately, only minutes went by before, um, I think it's the Boy Scouts that are at the fairgrounds with wagons. And uh, for a, a courtesy donation, basically, this nice young man piled all my tires in his wagon and hauled them across the fairgrounds for me, and that was great. But it's it's perfect because if you you need something for your car you'd like to have or at least my choice is always to have uh an NOS part or you know a perfect original part so you walk the fairgrounds you look and you look and you look and pretty much if it's not at Carlisle you're probably not going to find it so you can walk up to a vendor buy a reproduction part and go home uh and when people hear swap meet they don't realize that that there's uh if if there's a major parts manufacturer, they are probably at Carlisle. Uh, McGuire's, I think at every show, has a booth there. And I bought a car, what you should never do, um, sight unseen, off of eBay, had it shipped across the country, came out of the transporter, and the paint was horrendous. It was orange peel. It, it was just a mess. Fortunately, it had the car had plenty of single-stage paint on it. So took it up to Carlisle, asked the McGuire's guy at the booth to walk over, take a look at my car. I want to wet sand it, get it down to a matte finish, bring it completely back, um, and and how McGuire's brings everything that they sell basically for sale. Um, I just asked, what can I buy to do my car? And he went through the entire thing. I bought another wagon load of stuff did the car, called McGuire's a couple times while I was doing it, and it turned out perfectly. But I was able to buy the whole thing I needed at Carlisle and not pay any shipping. So it was great. <laughs> very cool, very but, cool. And then those are the stories we love to hear. And you're right, you can meet the big partners like that, the McGuire's, the, the Hecox's. Um, there's so many great vendors that come from the guy across the street that just has a couple of tires. He's looking to unload the big, uh, the big corporate uh, groups. They come. 
And just like uh, the corporate manufacturers, they recognize how important Carlisle is in the car hobby. Um, there's, there's no other place like us, top to bottom in the world. And um, yeah, we have a, a different menu item about every other week or every two weeks um, to, to satisfy your appetite. And then for me, I kind of I like to play a little mystery game. Um, I'll walk through uh, Ford Carlisle, GM Carlisle, or you know, the Chrysler Nationals looking for, like, foreign car parts, and I inevitably will find them. I found um, a wheel that's, if it was at Import Carlisle, it would have been a $500 magnesium wheel. I think I found it at Ford Carlisle. Uh, the vendor had no idea what it was and had it sitting there, and it was $75. So that's uh, that's part of the fun. So if you find yourself at an event where... Maybe it's not the type of car you're restoring. Walk around, look through the vendors. Uh, there's books. Um, there's one or two book vendors that come to every show. I could spend the entire day looking at the books because, you know, they they bring really some interesting titles. It's not the stuff that you see everywhere. And it's a huge tent. You can walk through and see the books. I also have a passion for 18th scale cars. If I find any more, I'll have to move out of my house. And you have vendors that bring not only every new 18th scale car, including some very obscure ones, but some that were made 20 and 30 years ago that you just can't find. And all of a sudden, they're going to they'll show up at Carlisle, and I've paid much, much less for them than for what I've seen them for on, uh, on eBay. But, it's the thrill uh, of the hunt, that's it, for sure. Yeah, it, that's what it is. Yeah, it's, uh, it's the thrill of the chase, and you can, uh, you can chase down a $10 part and have just as good a time as if you're chasing down a $50,000 car. It's, uh, it's all about being at Carlisle. But, uh, well, Mike, we uh, appreciate having you. Um, hopefully that uh, a few of the people across the country have been listening to this and uh, will come to Carlisle. Hotels in the area are great. There's everything from luxury accommodations to uh, something more affordable. Uh, definitely try to book early. Um, you can't book too early, but even if you need to get, you know, if you're 20 miles from Carlisle, it's fine. I live an hour and a half away, and I don't stay in a hotel. I commute. It's a beautiful area. It's safe. It's not congested. Um, it's just uh, it's not too late. It's, uh, it's a wonderful thing to do. So, again, Mike, uh, thanks for being on our show, and this is Kim with the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Thanks for listening. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.